0: Why do we sound so good? Because we're at Dead Aunt Thelma's studio, and Mike Moore is engineering for us. Thanks, Dead Aunt Thelma's. Thanks, Mike. Hi, everybody. I'm Susanna Mars, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. Today, I am talking to playwright Will Eno, and I am so delighted. He just told me before we went on air that his sister lives in Sandy, and I live in Damascus, so I'm going to go track her down.
1: She's a wonderful person, and uh, I'll have her... May, you guys may know each other already somehow. That's oh, so good. cool. Uh,
0: I love it. Cool. Well, um, I'm a fan, so I'm a little bit nervous to talk to you.
1: Oh, um, I'm a silly, uh, terrible person, so... Excellent. Uh, don't, don't... Okay. Don't feel uh, nervous. It's really, it's really nice to talk to you guys. And is it Mike? Who's in the, who's Mike, in the background? Right? Mike yeah. Moore
0: is an engineer, and he is awesome. All
1: right.
0: Um, well... Your plays just floored me, and uh, reading Wakey Wakey, I'm so looking forward to seeing it after reading it. Um, You're one of the first of the Residency Five playwrights at Signature, and the Residency Five was an initiative that guaranteed playwrights three productions over the course of five years. You premiered Title Indeed, The Open House, and Wakey Wakey, and I wondered if you could describe to everyone what it's like to have that kind of commitment from a producing organization.
1: It was really the most beautiful thing. It really was an amazing thing. And everyone always talks about, uh, artistic homes and things like that. And I, I, this is kind of the, the only one that I have really had. Um, and it really was it just felt so, so good. And it was all started by one of my favorite people in the world, Jim Houghton, mm. uh, who passed, passed away in 2016 in August, um, a couple of years ago. And he, Jim started the, the theater and he started this residency thing. And, uh, it really kind of changed he just was such a huge and important person in my life and that that residency and that feeling of just of of um it it uh of of knowing that a a a, a play would have a place to go on and knowing that on the one hand people were expecting things and then they were also really just kind of calm and confident and uh, you know i every single thing that I had on there, I was still fussily writing it in previews and, you know, still messing around with it. And it just was such an amazing, amazing experience. And with the play wakey wakey, in fact, I Jim was diagnosed with uh, stomach cancer in the beginning of early, early 2016, um, or possibly late, late, late 2015. Um, and he stepped down as the artistic director at signature, but he had originally been a director. So I, I asked him if he, for my third play, I was, I wanted to do something with Jim and I wanted him to direct it. And, um, I, I asked, you know, in 25 years of doing this, is there something that has, you haven't seen on, on, on your signature stage that you'd like to, like to, you know, start messing around with or work on and He was the most humble, wonderful guy. And he, of course he said, he said, no, 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 I, don't, I don't, I don't think I should do that. And I, uh, you know, um, but then a couple of days later, some texts would start coming in and say, hey, you know what, what about if we, uh, and then we started working on this thing, um, which was just so, I just was so grateful for that time because we, we, uh, Jim and his wife and family have a cabin up outside of New York and we, we went up there for about two days to just kind of, um, scribble and work on this thing. And he'd offer some ideas and, um, And then he went into hospice and and very quickly, he died in August. And um, so, uh, and he had assembled this, he was going to direct the play and we didn't have a title for it, whatever it was. Um, But he assembled this amazing um, bunch of um, designers uh, to do the play. Um, And I wrote to everyone in around in September saying, um, we're, we won't, we're not doing that other thing. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, but I would love it if you'd all stay on. I don't know if you can, you certainly don't have to because it's a, a, a thousand times different. It's just a different thing than we, you had signed on for. Mm. And, uh, and everyone did. And just in the most, I cannot tell you, the most wonderful people is the, the one of the happiest. It's certainly all sorts of sad things about it, but one of the richest. Loveliest, happiest uh work experiences, life experiences I've ever had with all these people who Jim had put together. Who most one one of whom I'd worked with before. One, two two people I knew a little bit. But then there were you know it was five or six people, and it was the most stunning, vibrant, plain example of how one thing we can do on this earth is create connections and relationships with other people because they're entirely because of Jim Houghton I was with these amazing amazing people and it so it just that I know you just asked about the Signature experience but Mm -hmm. that was the sort of culminating moment of it which kind of was the full expression of everything that Jim um, I don't know if you've been to the Signature Theater in New York it's three three beautiful different theater spaces um, I have and it is absolutely
0: fantastic it,
1: it really is and it's What's amazing is there's you know that there's that main lobby area with a cafe and a bookstore, mm-hmm. and um, Jim's idea was, and I, I did tours of that thing as when it was just a construction site with mm. everyone wearing hard ha- helmets and stuff. So I really <laughs> saw it all along the way, and Jim had this idea that everyone should spill out into the same area so mm. that if you're having a cup of coffee there, you people who are rehearsing something come out of one thing and people coming from another play come out of here. And it, it really, truly works. And it's an amazing thing that someone prior to pouring concrete had this notion about, can he called them collisions about Mm. creating collisions. Mm. Um, And there, there, you just sit on a couch there or sit at the little cafe tables and it really, really happens. So he just, um, so that's so. Wakey, wakey! Is that's the play with all of this stuff going on, and of course my my daughter Albertine, who's mm. my favorite person on earth. Mm, um, I saw that
0: beautiful video you have online at Portland Playhouse, and it is absolutely <laughs> just darling and
1: loving and beautiful. Oh, well, it's it's even it's even better with her in it. But mm-hmm. they were kind enough to kind of zoom her out a little bit, just yeah. Uh, my my wife Maria and I. This was her idea, and I think it's a really good one. We just thought that she should start her digital life whenever she wants to start her digital life. And, I love uh, that. Well, so I, it, seems, it seems cruel to cut out the most lively, <laughs> <laughs> the most lively and interesting person in that video. But, oh, her energy anyway. permeated
0: the air. There was no doubt good. about what's good. going yes. on over there. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 yeah. idea of these collisions you're talking about is so fascinating because I found when I was at Signature, I saw everybody there, and I brought my daughter who was living in New York at the time, and uh, I remember sitting in the cafe, and then there was a jazz uh, trio I think playing, and we got a bite to eat, and we were there early, and we saw actors coming in and out, and there was uh, several shows running at the same time, and there's just something about it that's so exciting. And in fact, I do music events. I'm a resident artist at Artist Repertory Theater in Portland, and I do music events for them. And I was so inspired. So I feel connected to Jim in that way that he energetically really permeated me in that sense of community that is engendered at Signature. No,
1: oh, that almost, yeah. It makes me want to cry you saying that. And that's, um, that's really exciting to hear and it's you know it's an incredible if you're back you should ask someone to take you backstage because there's there's one mention of jim and one picture of him and it's just a tiny little sign Hmm. that's in the back hallway way backstage and it's it's high up on a corner and he was a jim was alive when he chose that spot and uh Mm -hmm. a very funny stage manager uh, I worked with said, I think he only put it there because he always hated when people leaned things (laughs) on that wall. (laughs) Um, But it's the, just the height and the full expression of his humility that this place that he's entirely responsible for, Mm. there's this funny little sign way, way backstage. Um, uh, But it's, it's interesting to see, but yeah, um, that's great. That's, that's, so beautiful that you felt that, and that just like like you say, it's a sort of big, profound feeling thing, and then it's also a really practical thing that in you creating events would think about. And mm-hmm. you know, it's he, the guy really spanned uh, quite a quite a reach in his ideas, you mm-hmm. know, from very very simple.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting too because with all the talk about diversity and inclusion, I love the word collision because it also intimates we can make plans as human beings, but we're not really in charge of any of the stuff that really
1: happens. It's you know it's so funny that you said I just was uh, I just was reading or listening. I can't even. I got the worst memory for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember material for. For about one quarter of a story, so I have about <laughs> one quarter of a story to give you. But uh oh, good! It was just something about. It just was something. Oh no, it was about choices. It was a podcast about choices, mm-hmm. and maybe it was Malcolm Gladwell talking about spaghetti sauce and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, I think all of the line the 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 science uh, lines up very well with what you just said. That that in fact collisions are probably in pure atom at atomic levels too. They're probably more responsible for our lives than uh, than uh, the things we think the big capital C choices we think we're making. Right,
0: Then then we certainly don't want to think that's how it all rolls because we spend an awful lot of time trying to figure these things out.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting because it kind of spills over into a thought I had when I was reading *Wakey Wakey*, which was how grief, and certainly in your story about Jim, it bears out. Uh, grief has this insane way of blossoming into life. And it, mm-hmm. when I read your work, I feel that, um, it's so surprising and I, it sounds as though your experience in writing Wakey Wakey was similar in how he, you know, orchestrated a potential collision that right. happened.
1: Right. Well, you know, yes. Uh, it, I just was thinking the the whole, I, you made me think so specifically of, of, uh, of a collision that happened way down the road, which was once we were all in previews, but uh, there was a talk back or some kind of event and a, a woman about, Oh, I don't know. Let's see in her sixties. Um, but she came, she seemed very shy and she came over and it was, she just grabbed my hand and would not let it go. And um, she was describing how her husband had, had died the previous, September and he had gone into hospice for, she said, 24 hours. He was in hospice. And, and she said, but she used the phrase, which I probably, I don't think I could ever forget. She said, my, my sobs rocked the row. She was describing the row of seats. She was <laughs> sitting in, oh. but then she said, and I'm a painter. And since my husband died, all I painted, all I painted was pictures of him in his bed. And then she took out, I'm sorry. She took out her phone and she said, I want to show you what I painted mm. after I saw the play the other night. And it was, it was kind of abstract, but it was balloons. It was re- really mm. bright colored balloons um, just against it. It was kind of still a little dark and mysterious, but it was very much colorful balloons uh, mm. just floating up. And it it made me miss uh, Jim so much because mm. I, I just I think there's nothing he loved more than just stories about people at his theater kind yeah. of kids running around and throwing ball around indoors and stuff like that. He mm-hmm. just loved he loved people feeling alive there. And anyway, yes.
0: I'm it, I'm it, really it, taken it, by ahead. what you're saying because it it's amazing and I've been thinking about this earlier today about how artists permeate people. We don't, you know, we feel like a bag of bones, we feel like this flesh separates us out. But then your words come into my body, and you change people's lives. I think of all the people who didn't show you their paintings. You know. Well,
1: oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's very nice of you to say. I it's it it in the best way, particularly with all those designers, different people working on the thing, and and with it was really very easy to feel just like a part of a, a stream of things and not mm-hmm. really even doing too much orchestrating kind of, it just sort of felt I have I have a great buddy, Gordon Lish who uh, if ever he's standing by and someone says something about me, me being humble, he <laughs> says, well, he's got a lot to be, hum- he's got a lot to be humble about, <laughs> um, but it was this, just, yeah, with that experience and it's, it's, it's lingered in a long, for a long time. And I, I, I hope, I hope I can keep hanging on to that feeling, which is not, which is where you just feel that by, by reason of your being a human being, then you're in touch with something and that other people are in touch with. And you'd, and yeah, so I, I, I not, I hope this sounds um, sincere because I, I, I like, writing. I love writing. I like working hard on writing and try to make it as good as it can be and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then there just is this whole other mysterious thing where I, it just, I, I, it just, it just, it's, it feels good to be participating in some flow of life, and 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 it really just makes you feel really good and happy when it sometimes it's when you line up with someone else and mm-hmm. they they say, hey, I loved you, way you participated <laughs> in the stream of life or whatever it is.
0: Right, I love that. Stream of life, uh, I love that how you said that uh, because I, you know, in reading about you and then of course talking to Sarah Bills at Portland Playhouse about the production of the play and, and, and that organization, uh, you know, you're you're known to be extremely involved and generous with your time, which I think is something that, I don't know, it doesn't seem, it seems like more the exception than the rule, um, but I've always been one that I've really enjoyed, you know, reaching out to, even when I'm doing a play or doing music, reaching out to people who I would think might never have the time of day for me, and I'm often finding that's really not true at all, and that you are giving such a good thing uh, to, well, our, to, to our city by being available to Portland Playhouse and and. Uh, and what do you enjoy in those relationships? I would guess from what you've already told me, you just, the stream of life, that's what it is. Your people are doing your words and you like to engage with them.
1: I think that's, I think that's it. And I, I don't know those guys uh, well, but I just have really loved, to have had great emails with Nikki mm-hmm. uh, uh, and just, you know, that got very quickly into us <laughs> sending recent favorite photos of our kids mm-hmm. doing goofy things. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, and also I don't want to, I hope and like to think that That I have input that is helpful in creating the strongest production uh, that a company can do. So I, it's there's very much that too. I'm hoping, you know, I and also I'm just as a slightly anxious person. It feels good to say, oh hey, I just thought of something. On (laughs) this should not be said as a punchline. This should be (laughs) stated as a fact or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's 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 one of those things that's probably it's it's sort of a worky worky concern. Um, but that I also do, it's just a wonderful thing to be in communication. And I mean that in all sorts of rich ways with people on a, on this endeavor, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And now just so everyone knows, Wakey Wakey is going to be at Portland Playhouse September 26th through October 21st. Are you going to come to Portland and see the
1: run? I can't get, I'm just starting up at, uh, actually back at Signature, I've sort of have what is called a legacy production, which is sort of a... Feels like a giant millstone sort of thing <laughs> around my neck as a name, but uh, Tom Payne is happening out that, that uh, here. Oh, great! Um, which has also had a really happy life with um, Devin Allen. And, mm. um, so I won't be able to see it, and I'm I'm sorry.
0: Oh darn! Uh, that's going to be just so everyone knows. Also, I didn't say portlandplayhouse.org, and I'll have a link and all that on the on the podcast. I'm just curious you have a daughter who you obviously adore and I'm a mom of two little people. Well, they're not little. Oh, it's going to be so embarrassing now, but I just said little people. One's 25 and one's 19. Hmm. They're not, there's nothing little about them. They're super neat. I just wonder what are your favorite things to do with your, with your Albertine?
1: Tony, I, uh, let's see. There's, I have not found there's this, Out of the millions, there isn't anything I don't like doing. Wait, wow. Well, I don't know. There's, I mean, so far there's there's this weird there's a thing on YouTube Mm -hmm. which is somebody who kind of just has these little plastic figurines, and they it's it's a lot of stuff you can buy, and this person just makes up different voices for the so it's just a hand and a little plastic toy and a voice saying, "Hey, oh wow, what are you doing here? Oh, I didn't." And uh, Albertine really loves it. Oh. And I that's that's not my favorite thing to do, but <laughs> everything else, um, everything else, it's just she's really just a great, great uh, person. And oh. um, I think I think my wife Maria and I really, really lucked out with mm. just a uh, a good a good egg. Who's and she, yeah.
0: Do you gravitate to Mister Rogers at all? Have you? Are you a fan? I'm just curious. I. I
1: really, really am, and for whatever reason and I hope we'll just sort of we'll we'll ease there's a thing called Daniel Tiger that's sort yeah. of mm-hmm. that's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of has has a cardigan sweater and the same feel. But mm-hmm. I would love I, I really want to see that documentary oh. and I would love yeah. Bring um, your Kleenex. Yeah. It's yeah. so
0: beautiful. His his stream of life living is remarkable. He is such a quiet rebel.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah
0: he sounds like Jim to some extent, you know, just humble as all get out, but moving mountains in small ways. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. You'll, you'll love it. Take your wife on a fantastic Mm -hmm. date.
1: That sounds great. That sounds really, (laughs) really good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think we just, we've started, we have a, I have a great uh, bike seat that is the kind where, the, the kid sits in between you and the handlebars, so you're both kind of facing the same way and looking oh, the same way. How neat and, is uh, that? It's really really good. It was a a, go, a a present from a friend of ours, and mm-hmm. um, I think we are getting down into weeks of time. Just, there's not much time left where Albertine will still fit in this thing, mm. um, but we just we rode we rode to school this morning, and that's our kind of favorite thing because. It's got this little, almost like this armrest thing in front of her, so mm-hmm. she sort of had her arms folded the oh. way uh, you know you might. I don't know if you were. Let's see. Just pictured a glass of water and a microphone next to her. That's how you, you might relax that way, with, oh. with just sort of looking out at the world and her hands resting on this thing. And that uh, bike riding is pretty fun oh. um, thing that is a nice way to start the morning too. Oh,
0: it sounds so lovely
1: hmm where are, are your uh, kids nearby are they over this way or they or
0: well my the daughter who went to school at Syracuse lived in New York for a year and now she's back here working uh in a the Oregon Sport Authority which is a really cool organization and then my little daughter uh is going to college at Boise State and runs cross-country so it's, they're oh, both wowee. just having really fun full lives and all sorts of exciting things we love to talk and share stories and laugh and watch movies and yeah it's it's so much fun I I remember when our girls were little and in fact I was just at Yellowstone last week with my husband and we saw so many parents with kids and oh I just want to put them all in my arms I want to get my little my big girls now back squished down to little so they can lean on the bike you know and i want yeah, yeah. i wanna have like one of those baby carriers, you know, but my daughter's really tall, it would look strange and <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I wanna oh. carry oh. them both around oh. still it's, oh. mm. it's the best thing ever um, so, um it's funny um I'm not a huge I like sports a lot mm-hmm. I'm not a huge, huge college football fan, but i once in uh I sat down and i think it was in maybe i think it was two thousand seven. I was staying with a buddy out in uh, Los Angeles and we sat down to watch the fiesta bowl that Boise state was playing.
0: That's Um, funny.
1: And, and, uh, against, um, Oklahoma, I think. And we both had done different, we've been working or something like that. So Mm -hmm. we both were just kind of tired, tired and lazy. So we really clicked into this thing and we, we were betting on every single thing that (laughs) you could bet on, like, you know, will there be a, phone commercial or a truck (laughs) commercial coming up next and so the consequence being i'd never have paid more attention to a football game in my life and it turned out it's it's worth reading about it was the most bar none exciting sporting event i've ever seen in my life and i'll never i'll just never forget it and it, (laughs) it ended it ended with these four four trick crazy plays and lead changes in the last minute or so i totally remember that oh
0: yeah olivia's gonna love this
1: (laughs) yes and then the guy who scores the winning i think they won i think they won on a two-point conversion instead Uh, of kicking an extra point so it was it was really risky that guy who uh gets the touch the two-point conversion then goes racing to the other end of the field and proposes to his (laughs) cheerleader (laughs) girlfriend on ESPN it was just it just was The most amazing wonderful (gasps) wonderful thing uh, so uh what is that the cowboys i think what did you say oh broncos Broncos. yeah broncos oh
0: my gosh i love it
1: i yeah it's worth i don't know if it's probably probably the school has the tapes in the library or something but it truly was so so just crazy and exciting and so weird that that was the one game where starting five seconds in we were paying attention to every single second of the game i this will probably
0: be the podcast that olivia is going to want to listen to now since boise state's Ah, touted ah, in there oh
1: well i'm curious (laughs) oh sorry can i ask this um does stephen Malkmus still live in portland the pavement guy i
0: don't know i'm not sure
1: i think he does but maybe he doesn't Mm -hmm. um but i did an interview of those guys for a magazine once and mm. i was some that had just happened i think so i mm. said something like we somehow got talking about the band pavement being the boise state broncos of the indie rock scene or something like that and, uh, oh. and he said something like i think he said well yeah i guess you could say that we're uh, we're undersized and we got a lot of gadget plays I think he said
0: um, like oh the- i love that that's so great well, how do you fill your artistic, you know, container? How do you fill yourself back up after you spill some stuff out?
1: That's a good, huh? Let's see. Well, I do just kind of, I, I remember actually, um, this is a separate refilling, but on November 9th, 2016, I suppose, is that, that the morning after the election? I remember just feeling so lucky, went over with Albertine to a playground and we found someone had left some chalk around, so we mm. found some chalk and just spent <laughs> spent that morning drawing stuff on the ground. Mm. Um and so things like that are I'm amazed how quickly restorative that that thing that can sometimes feel whatever the other word not enervating, but you know, it mm-hmm. it feels like it's takes takes a lot of energy to get up and go do things particularly with a kid who they just always have such incredible energy, but mm-hmm. it really, it does um, do great things. Yeah, it um, sounds
0: like she really is the, you know, your family, the three of you really are living, uh, a, a contactual, you're, you're really in some fantastic contact. I hope that, I think that's,
1: I hope that's true. I think that's true and it, yeah. Um,
0: are there things that you guys as a family do to encourage that ability?
1: The cut the sort of um well we both both my wife is an actress and she teaches and uh, and just directed a play that just opened in New York. Mm-hmm. Um so there's the the upside of the <laughs> pretty good downside which is just scary financial times all the time. Um mm. uh, the the upside is, you know, we we can be around a lot and we um we had maria got some work last year in uh nova scotia and we so we were there for a month Mm. in nova scotia and um right near lunenburg
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and um i was at a play the open house was going on in bath england um last fall and uh it we sort of realized we got to both of those places all of us together and uh they're both um Whatchamacallit, uh, UNESCO World Heritage Mm -hmm, mm Site, which was an amazing thing to get to two places through work with your kiddo. Mm -hmm. uh, um, But so have you been to Bath? It sounded like you've been to Bath. I have. It's so remarkable. Isn't it? And we, it was right around, I think the Christmas stuff was starting up because it was right around November. But so, you know, just all these little booths and uh, Mm -hmm. um, snow machine on the corner and people caroling and sort of. Dickens kind of costumes and stuff. And I, it's Albertine has mentioned it. She was three and a quarter or so when we went, and she's she's mentioned it a couple of times. Someone Mm. was talking about Bath, Maine the other day, and she kind of piped up. Speaking of Bath, Maine, uh, she said, uh, and she talked about Bath, England a little bit. But yeah, that's uh, so it's that's a really, really lovely thing when we can all go somewhere. We've never been together, right? Like, uh, yeah, i had a yeah.
0: I grew up with an actor, father and an opera singer mother, and we traveled on occasion, and it was so memorable, especially because I think we were traveling with creative artists and uh-huh. in the 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 presence of artists and uh, the way in which we saw things and did things, it was it's interesting. Uh, lots of other uh, sidebars about having my particular parents. But I, when I think of traveling, it's very, uh, I just love those trips were wonderful.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, we, we just took one that was purely just a, a fun thing. It mm. was down to Costa Rica in the spring, just through pretty much through miles. And we got a place to stay for a couple of nights and then we, we figured it out and it was not so expensive, but, um, it, it, it sounds like such a commonplace observation, but in, Albertine was such, she's a really great, fun traveler and Mm -hmm. really, you know, we did this night hike that was about, she was on my shoulders for maybe an hour, but then the second hour she, she got talking with some young women from um, Turkey, I think. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so we, I mean, it was pitch black rainforest stuff and we saw some uh, tarantulas and a sloth and, you know, everything was Mm -hmm. just in the bright, bright light of a flashlight. But I just was so amazed at her kind of gumption and her, mm. her how game she was, um, and I was. Th- so this is the commonplace observation that traveling is a pretty good direct metaphor for what life is, because you there mm. you are, you've got a general plan, but you've got a. There's many things you don't know, and things things change, and you're trying to get. You know, you're trying to make progress, but you're trying to enjoy things. So anyway, I thought I. I have the sense and I hope it's true. It sure feels like she's just got a good sense for, for life, a good, uh, you know, a good sort of bunch of strategies. Yeah. Healthy
0: enthusiasm and curiosity and all those beautiful things. uh, Oh, that's fabulous. uh, uh, mm. I'm curious if, is there something that you've read or seen recently that has inspired you really lifted you up? Um, I'm reading an
1: amazing book about I, I thought of it when you were talking about recharging too, Um, the hidden life of trees is mm-hmm. just a really, really uh, I, I'm looking at we have one tree on our street and it happens to be right outside our window and it's a big oak tree and it's got some big acorns on it now. And um, it's just. I, I just am a little drawn to trees, anyways. And we spent a lot of time. There was one leaf hanging on that thing that made it into February. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one brown leaf, and we kept every morning. We'd get up and we'd see, you know, to see is the leaf still there? Is the leaf still there? And um, <laughs> but this book is—I think I have the title right—the Hidden Life of Trees. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's just amazing. Thing one thing I just read was there's somewhere in Germany where near where the guy who wrote the book lives um, and manages a forest. There are these three hundred-year-old oak trees that are really kind of impossibly close together. They're just inches apart, the mm, trunks. Mm. Um, and so he said, "This is a perfect for a scientist that you know that the environmental factors and conditions are are precisely the same for all of them." So he wanted to just see: Are there any differences expressed in the in these trees, which are all the same? I think they're some kind of oak, but same species. And he he said, "And one." they they change the leaves change color at really really different times which he puts down to kind of temperament because <laughs> it's a good cautious it's a good cautious move to have all your leaves drop off earlier than than later mm. because it's of storm you know that it's, it's kind of like a big sail catching wind so mm. you're, you're you're better off in storms um, but it's it's sort of like a a risky but reasonable to keep your leaves green a little longer, you get some more energy to store for the winter. And so it just, it, I don't know why that amused me. So, mm. but just the idea of these one kind of nervous, cautious tree and <laughs> one kind of, uh, swaggering, uh, <laughs> greedy tree. I don't know. Um, it's like I, a Gary Larson
0: the, cartoon waiting to happen. It is
1: right. It is. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, that's so great. I love it. I, 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 I never thought of, of, you know, nature, well, I've, I've thought of it, but navigating such things, you know, and, right. oh, it's fascinating. I just love it. M- my husband and I just went to Yellowstone last week, and I don't know if you would have an opportunity to take Albertine there, but you three would have just, you'd go nuts. Yeah. And if oh, you, well, if, you know, uh, yeah. It's, it's insane. I oh, was similar to, yeah. like, a Costa Rican experience where, oh, my uh, goodness, it's just, I'm mind-blown. Right, oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm just so grateful you took time to talk to me. I appreciate it so much. And uh, Wakey Wakey is going to be at Portland Playhouse September 26th through October 21st. And anyone who's listened to this interview is going to know that it is filled with the same kind of life and beauty and uh, joy that you have. And and all that beauty uh, is countered by the weight of how we all know we've got a finite amount of time on this earth and how we can love it's just your play grapples with the big issues and they're so beautifully done. I hope everybody is going to go to Portland Playhouse and see the show.
1: That's all really, really wonderfully said. I hope, I hope people do. And I hope it doesn't, I hope it all just comes off as sort of accidental and, uh, you know, um, breezy and, uh, and then maybe a little sad and all that. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I've just loved talking with everyone over at the theater and that, that they all feel, they just make me feel really confident because mm-hmm. I think they're, they're having a good combination of, of, of laughs and, uh, and, and feeling a little sad and stuff mm. like that.
0: Well, don't miss also the video of you, of Will, and Albertine at portlandplayhouse.org. And have a wonderful rest of your week and go back to the stream of life. And I hope our paths will cross at some point. <laughs> Me too. And, I,
1: and uh, I'll tell my sister to look out for you too. Oh,
0: that'd be fantastic. All
1: right. All right. Okay. Have a- Thanks. Thanks Th- a lot.
0: Thank you, Will. Thanks for listening to Adventures in Artslandia. Download the Artslandia app on iTunes where you're going to find a comprehensive arts calendar that's the best in the West. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Artslandia.